The government is being told to come clean about its smoking policies. The Associate Minister of Health says she is committed to looking at a range of options to help smokers to quit. But Ministry of Health documents show she's investigating a three-year freeze on cigarette taxes, keeping prices stable. It comes after the coalition government announced last year it would repeal smoke-free legislation to help fund tax cuts. The Associate Minister, New Zealand First's Casey Costello, told Morning Report she has sympathy for the impact of cigarette prices on smokers. I'm looking at the group of New Zealanders that are addicted to tobacco. This is a demographic that is carrying a burden of an addiction and continuing to financially burden them. I, I think there should be you know, looking at those options, whether there is an opportunity to ease that burden. Ms Costello has denied she's specifically asked for a freeze on cigarette taxes, saying it's one of many options being investigated. Joining us now is Labour Party health spokesperson and former health minister Aisha Viral. Tina Kwe, you know how this ministerial system and the processes work. Do you think Ms Costello's comments are credible or are there discrepancies here? Kia ora, and no, her story doesn't add up. There's a discrepancy between her claim that she did not seek specific advice on stopping the inflation inflation adjustment to tobacco excise and reporting by Radio New Zealand that she signed off a decision paper asking for that advice. So she needs to come clean, release the paper in question and clear the matter up. You don't just accidentally sign a paper like that. Uh, No, and what officials do is they want to get really clear on what the minister wants, so they will put in their papers to you a range of questions on steps you'd like them to take. So they will be, uh, you know, they'll be, it'll be very clear to the minister whether or not she has signed a paper asking for advice on stopping the inflation adjustment to tobacco. So why would that be advice that the Minister of Health would put to the Associate Minister? I've noticed for some uh, time, uh, the Ministry will provide advice on things the Minister requests. And we've known for some time that uh, New Zealand First has had a policy against increases in the tobacco excise. And the minister is standing on very shaky ground there, saying that she's sympathetic to smokers and their addiction. The, the issue there is that smokers in New Zealand have a range of affordable and free alternatives to get them off this deadly product and pretending that she's doing anything other than just providing a free handout to the tobacco industry in terms of increasing their sales, is absolutely disingenuous. So if she denies asking specifically for that information, who do you think is putting that in front of her and where is that push coming from? Uh, Look, I think the Minister needs to straighten up whether that denial is correct or not by showing the document that she is said to have signed off and seeing whether it does confirm her um, her version of events or the version of events that has been reported by Mr Espiner. We've also seen from this government the rolling back of smoke-free legislation and, and now this. From your experience in a ministerial role, how, how strong or how powerful is that pro-smoking lobby group in that space? Look, you... The thing about the pro-smoking groups is that they're incredibly well-funded, well-connected internationally, uh, but they don't have a strong place in the heart of New Zealanders. You know, most of New Zealand is on board with the smoke-free legislation, and in fact, even most smokers want to quit. 
the, the, the thing is that these industry uh, uh, lobbies have deep pockets, and that can influence political parties who who need the money. So, so you'd I'm say that, that that's what we're seeing. You'd say that this uh, investigation of a solution could have been influenced by pro-smoking lobby groups. Oh, look, I think um, the policies put forward by New Zealand First that are now in the coalition government don't benefit New Zealanders in terms of health. They only benefit the tobacco company. And so you've got to ask the question where it's coming from. So if the government wants to provide these tax cuts that they promised, do cigarette taxes not have a huge impact on, on the government's intake? Uh, well, that was the um, position put forward by Nicola Willis uh, soon after the coalition document was signed that smoke um, be retaining high levels of income from cigarette smokers and the taxes that they generate was one of the ways she was going to meet her uh, her tax cut commitments. Now, I don't agree with that, uh, that approach because it causes a huge lot of cost to the health system and society in general down, uh, down the line. The best thing from every perspective is to get people off tobacco. It is a deadly product that kills half the people that use it. So how do you think keeping cigarette taxes static will, will impact Nicola Willis and the government's ability to pay for those promised tax cuts? Yeah, I mean, that will be complicated modelling that the um, uh, Treasury would have to do. But uh, I think the big point here is that by not increasing in line with inflation, you're actually delivering a decrease in real terms in price. And of course, the tobacco industry want to see that so that more people consume their product. But it'll have terrible health consequences for New Zealanders. Tēnā Thank you very much. That is the former health minister and Labour Party health spokesperson, Aisha Verrill, speaking about the associate minister of health uh, from New Zealand First is, is looking into a range of options to help smokers quit, which includes a, a three-year freeze on cigarette taxes.